0: We know what the parasha teaches us, and our rabbis teach us who's your enemy, who's your enemy, the yetzahara. We have to know, my friends, that we're in a war against the yetzahara, and his main, main thing is to get us, like Rabbi Miller wrote in his Torah, Victor this week, and get us totally oblivious of what the game is, of the real game is Ulam Abba, that... We don't speak about it, he writes, and we're you know, in the dark because we see this world, and we see everything in front of us, and we don't see Olam we don't focus on that. And he said, we have to start thinking about it and realizing, and he says, Shabbat Kodesh, me'en Olam that's just a, a, a percentage of Olam which is eternal goodness forever, for eternity. You know, when they say, he died. You know, it, I get a little cringe. You know, they talk about a, a Jew that he died. We don't die, we're Niftad. We pass from one room to the next, says the Zohar. We don't die dead. A dog dies. People don't realize. They just say, yeah, he died. Hasve Shalom. We pass from one room to the next. We're in the hallway, right, to build up our Torah, mitzvot, and and Yirat Shamayim, and we go into the banquet forever with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shabbat Kodesh, he says, you should be thinking when you're tasting beautiful food and all the goodies, all the goodies that he gives us, yeah, Right? All the goodies that he gives us, it's all him. When you think about it and you internalize it and say thank you and feel gratitude to the one who's giving. Now, we walk around, now I have have my house. Do me a favor, please. I can't take it sometimes. I'm talking to myself, okay? When you realize that it's all a gift, that's what bitahon gives you, my friends. Bitahon is reliant on the only one, who's given us everything, but it's extremely hard. I'll be the first to tell you, before I started learning this years ago, I was also a basket case, right? Because you think that you have what to do with what you make and what you have, because that's the way it looks, right? Yes, it's called a spade a spade, right? It looks like that. I worked hard, I made, I made the deal. But when a person goes through Chavot el-Bavot, and he goes to the base of Levi, and he learns a little bit, and he says, whoa, what's going on here? What do you mean? Mahish tadlut doesn't mean anything? No, doesn't mean anything. The way Hashem deals with us is the way we turn to Him, as we read this week. When Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, what's my name? Ehyeh, I will be. So the way we are with HaKadosh Baruch my friends, that's the way He's going to be with us. He writes over there, we read it this week. If the fellow or the woman relies on me because I control nature, then I will do what that person wants if he relies on me. But if he doesn't, then they're on their own. So you want to know what you should do? Very simple. We read it for you. is there for us. God's kindness will be upon me the way I rely on Him. Very simple game here. So you want to know what to do Hashem put me in a situation to turn to him. Most of us don't turn to him. We turn to everything but him. Hey, we know he's in the picture somewhere. Hey, come on, he's in the painting, yeah. No, there ain't nothing else in the painting. It's all him. So the more I work on my knowledge, how are you going to work on your knowledge of Hashem? We've read it here a thousand times. But we'll say it again. I'll say it to myself. I need it. In Shara Bechina, my friends, which comes before beat the horn, talking about Hashem's wonders in the world, right? Everything from a sea to a tree to an orchid to the sea, the sky, the gray, everything breathtaking, painting, he put us in. Now, you can't think about this because you're bogged down with your problem. You're like heavy weight on your back. How am I going to make the payment? How am I going to find the Shaduch? How am I going to get it? A All this stuff. All this stuff that's not your business, that's his business, but guess what? You want to take control. Go ahead, Hashem tells you. But when you master Hashem Yahavah, when you give it to Hashem, he'll take care of it. Now we're not there. We're not at that point. We're working on getting there to realize he's in full control and I have nothing to worry about at all. And because he'll do the will of the one that relies on him. And when I pray and I dive into Hashem, it, it, it strengthens, it strengthens my connection to him. When the days of Elul, when it was even closer. But getting back to what he writes, he brings three reasons, my friends, why we forget Hashem. How can a guy forget Hashem? What's a guy after the lunch? A the guy crazy. How do you forget Hashem? I'll tell you how. He tells us. He brings us three reasons. One is the the Persons constantly running after the they're running after more and more. He says over there, a person is never satisfied with what he wants. He's always tarud. He's always pressured for more. <clears throat> and then he writes the second, a person is surrounded by goodness from the day he's brought into this world. So he's he, everything's used to everything. And then different bad happenings that might happen to a person in his eyes. And, you know, he has a So he writes over there that... He says, This guy's running after things he's never going to get. We all are. Why? Because you get to where you were and you want, you don't, you want more. So no matter what you have, no matter how much money you have, a person will never stop unless, no, unless he, has, he learns. He says, whoa, Stop. I have enough right now. I'm gonna to start to learn another few hours a day, right? I'm gonna to start to put more time. I'm gonna spend my time. Why is he coming close to Hashem and helping people, etc.? No, you can get we will we're getting there. So he writes over there. He says, and this, what does this do? And then they become aloof, they're completely blind to the goodness Hashem is be on them. Why? Bam because their heart is like, uh, you know, pressured and, and and driven, right? Constantly moving to get more and more and more. <clears throat> because he tells us, look at the wisdom of the Chavot HaLavot. Once they get to a certain level, my friends, right? Let's say the guy got where he always wished he would get he has it. Now it's zero. He's got to go more, right? Because his friend just made, uh, you know, 2.6 billion. And They're not happy with what they have. Immediately, I heard it from a friend of mine. We're not going to go into it anymore. Just they're constantly busy. Now, one of the reasons, one of the ways, actually, I'm sorry, is the teaches us in the third Pedek, in the Shishi, that. Chavot is teaching us, a person should take heed of how much goodness Hashem bestows upon mankind. And you have to think, Hashem, Hashem began us with so much kindness and goodness, even from the mommy's womb, as we spoke about. Not because I deserved it, and not because Hashem needed me. Ach nedava ve'tovah chesed. Rather, a pure gift, favor and kindness that He created me. Now, he says in Shabbat, which he quoted over there, these items. So when a person thinks of this, <coughs> this is how you build your relationship. I'm speaking to myself, my friends. I say to myself sometimes, hey, what am I, crazy? Slow down. Everything Hashem gave us was His kindness to us. Right? The words are unbelievable. Sheida rov tov That a person should take heed of how much goodness Hashem gives you and this will be a springboard for the future, my friends. We are worried about tomorrow. Everybody has worries and concerns, it's sick. It's totally sick and Hashem is looking at us laughing. What the heck is wrong with these kids? I don't get it. So how am I gonna get no worry for tomorrow and enjoy the day and be happy to serve Hashem and relying on him for what I need. How am I going to get there? This is the foundation, my friends, and we said it here many times, Hashem, people are working it. I mean, I'm saying it to myself. To look at where it all came from. Stop. Stop. Today's Friday, end of Shabbat. Stop. There's no tomorrow. Everything I have now, Hashem, I have today. I have a lot of goodies. Where did it come from? I never made a dollar. Now that's where you have to get to, to really internalize that you never made a dollar. And it's hard because most people you speak to won't tell you what we say over here. They'll tell you some stupidity, Api courses, you have to maintain, you have to diversify, you have to, you have to, you have to. I told the guy, you have to, I don't have to, you. I have my Chavot told me what to do. I have menuchat, the nefesh, complete tranquility. I'm in the best of hands. He has taken so good care of me. I love you, Hashem. I tell him the whole day, I love you. You've taken so good care of me. I, the challenges pop up, no problem. Get to work, turn to him, you get closer. And you appreciate what you have more. I was thinking to myself, my friends, imagine a person gets sick. Never, should happen to any Jew. And he gets 100% better. You know how many times I hear from them, you know, I didn't appreciate what God gave me and stuff. Their whole life is different. Imagine you don't have to deal with that. What what should we be doing now? Should we be dancing every second? Let's go into Shabbat dancing, thanking, but unless you start to build your relationship with the only one that counts and the only one that gave us anything, that stupidity not to do that, you're in la-la land, right? Then we're missing the whole purpose of life. So Hashem wants to hear us. I'm happy because I'm relying on a Kalosh Baruch I have nothing to worry about. I'm busy counting my blessings. It all came from Him. I talk to Him. I talk to him. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? I talk to Him. He's the one who gave me everything. I don't know where you're talking. And to build that relationship, to take us closer to a higher level, to come serve Hashem and make Him happy, Because we're his children. Instead of complaining, start thanking. Have a wonderful Shabbat.